another edition of the Independent Thinking Texans. Thank you for joining us here. Uh, just having a good evening here in the hills, man. What do you think? Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice Excellent. out here. Nice evening. Yeah, it's been a crazy week, right? Oh, dude. It's been nuts. <laughs> quite, <laughs> right. quite a few things have come out uh, about uh, a variety of things. A few new uh, coronavirus updates, updates with the vaccine, a few updates regarding the uh, court cases in the uh, contested presidential election. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. Where would you, you know, I think we, maybe we, you want to start I would start probably with, start uh, with the weather here in the, the Hill yeah, Country. It's, no, been, it's, it's actually been yeah. really nice. Oh, right man, now. what was it, 80 degrees yeah. today? It you was, know, I, I say fantastic. it's nice. Like, I will say for, some people have always said, like, oh, I really like the seasons, too. I do like the you yeah. know, to some degree. It will be nice to have some cold days, even right. if it would snow a little bit, man. I saw a friend of mine on, on Facebook posted a few years back where it actually snowed here in the yeah. Hill Country. Remember that? Yep. And yep. that's kind of nice. I don't mind getting that every now and then. I'm not going to lie. But you can't complain about an 80-degree day that's oh, sunny yeah. blue skies. I mean, if you can't appreciate that, dude. Right. You just, I don't know what to say, you know. It's oh, nice. and go uh, outside. And... It's actually, the, the the most it's ever snowed here that I can remember was, uh, was probably around 08 or 09-ish. I was in, like, junior high. And, uh... I remember it snowed, probably stuck about an inch and a half of snow on the ground that actually stuck, you know, yeah. stayed there for about three days. And we were out of school for three days <laughs> over because an inch and a half of snow. That is something that can only happen here in Medina, Texas. Yeah. I remember I went back to school in Kansas for a little while after that. And I would tell people that, and people would be like, what? You've you got to be kidding me. You know, As because, you're sitting there in oh, a foot of snow. <laughs> yeah, oh, more than a foot. You go yeah. Up there, you know, they got the snow plows out 4 o'clock in the morning. You're going to school no matter. There could be yeah. 3 feet of snow on the ground. You're going to school. That's crazy. You know, around here... They get there is no snow plows and nobody yeah. knows how to drive on an icy road. Uh, and no, it is it is yeah. it's definitely a phenomenon that happens, no doubt about it. I remember being up in Pennsylvania, and uh, I had just from Texas, man. You know, I mean, I had this right. truck, I had this new truck that my wife and I had bought, this F one fifty, and it was like an older like ninety five F one fifty, and I was up there uh, in like Norristown, Pennsylvania. I was leaving work. I worked in a place called Plymouth Meeting. And I was driving home through Norristown to head back towards where we were staying at the time. And it was snowing. And, uh, man, I just started, I thought, man, there's traffic at this light and it's snowing. And I'm going to cut through this back neighborhood to see if I can get home a little faster this way. Right. <laughs> and had no idea really what I was doing. And I, I get into that neighborhood and those roads just are not as well kept as the main roads. Dude, I was trying to stop at stop signs. I was sliding through it. I was just waiting to hit a parked car. I was so close. To, like... Thinking back on it, I cannot believe I didn't hit a parked car or something. Like right. I was, it was dangerous, man. And finally, man, I just stopped and like got my whereabouts. I was like, dude, do not even do, just idle through here until you get out. And I just idled my way out of that neighborhood, got back onto the road and headed home. Yeah. Like I learned my lesson big time, man. Right. You know, uh, sorry, my dogs are barking, but they will from time to time. It's not a big deal. We all have dogs, right? Dogs oh, yeah. in our lives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess I wanted to start with one thing because I'd seen something. Uh, on my mind, besides the fact that, uh, too, the other thing is uh, music. I'm playing music out at music venues right right now, and everyone that I play at is, you know, following proper guidelines that they need to follow, and I just wanted to, like, give a shout-out to people whom are going the extra mile to, like, you know, because for a lot of people, they do want to go out. They also want to feel like they're not going to be, like, put in a situation where they have to feel uncomfortable, and I understand that, 
and I, and I do see that a lot of people are going above and beyond to try to make sure they can keep their place open and and keep going in a safe like way for people that are right. going to make people feel okay. And I I really want to give a shout out to people like that because I know it's not easy running a business as is, and uh, now having to deal with that and just this other dilemma, man. I mean, what separates you from feeding your family? You know right. that like that business, and I know how much it means to them. And that doesn't get overlooked. And it also doesn't get overlooked to people who do fall ill from COVID-19 or anything else, you know, that you don't look past illnesses in this world, you know. And I never want to, I don't want people to ever feel like that I, I would do that because I, I don't. You know, I've been sick with the flu and cold and strep throat. And I know, dude, those things will kill you, man. It's yeah. no joke, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Illness is no joke. COVID-19 is no joke. It's not anything to joke about. And I, I just wanted to preface it all by saying that, but... The other thing that's not a joke is like really understanding information and understanding what's going on. And, you know, right now with media, we really don't, like we were saying, like Joe Rogan, you know, he's so yeah. popular because there's no place for people to go to get legitimate information. And people, I think, across the scale, man, of all spectrums, they understand that. And I'm talking about worldwide. Right. I'm not just talking about a national American phenomenon. Yeah. They're looking for, you know, answers and things in life that are interesting, opening up new doors and new new ideas. And that's why Joe Rogan is so, he's hopped onto that because he's, he's more genuine than the what the news media has become. And uh, I saw this thing the other day that somebody had brought up about a retraction. You know, John Hopkins University is really the gold standard in understanding COVID-19 and other, it seems like that most people lean on John Hopkins University as right. kind of the standard. And <clears throat> no, no knock on them. I'm sure they should be, right? But um, I was I was interested in this. A lady named Genevieve Brand, who's the assistant program director of the Applied Economics Master's Degree Program of John Hopkins University, came out with a, a study that she had done, and I have it actually pulled up, and it has been retracted. So, you, you know, the only reason it still exists is because the Internet exists, and you can right. download it, and it says over the top of it, retracted. But you can tell it is a... It was a published. It was published by the newsletter, and at one point it was a legitimate thing. But it was it was put out on the 27th, and it was retracted. I don't know when. Maybe a day or two later. I'm not sure when it was. Really, right. to be honest. But uh, basically, basically through this, and I'll, I'll actually post this to our Facebook. I'll post this document to our Facebook page. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> it basically just says, and if you look up Genevieve Brand uh, studies John Hopkins University, you can find this. But it basically just talks about how. She wanted to study from the beginning she, of, of COVID-19, wanted to study the correlation of all deaths in the United States and what would happen during a pandemic. And she thought she could get answers that way, basically. So she did this study and she, she came to realize, and you'll see by her graphs and hearing things like that, that, um, I mean, basically n the number of total deaths is not going up, you know? Right. And, and not only that is that not only is it not going up, but it's, you know, other things are actually going down as COVID-19 is going up. And the things that are going down that are misplaced, the same number of them is how many COVID-19 deaths there are. Right. And there was some great phenomenons in this. And it's there. It was a published paper. It was in here. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I didn't make this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's there for everyone to see. And it was retracted. And my question is, was this retracted because it is illegitimate information? Or is it retracted because it doesn't fit the narrative? Because right. if it if this is retracted because it it's illegitimate, why would you retract it in the first place? Why not just tell people, look, this stuff like this is out here. This information is out here. It's real information. Right. Okay. But you take with with it what you will. This is still a dangerous 
illness, why would you pull it away from the general public or try to at least? Obviously, it's still here. You can still find it. And I guess maybe they've kind of done done that. But and and maybe they've already made a statement about this, and I'm just not aware of it too, you know, and right. and explain it. But if if indeed it is just that it doesn't fit the narrative, which they would ne- no one would ever admit that, you right. know, but it doesn't fit the narrative, and that's 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 the thing is, you know, when you start to hide information because it just because it doesn't fit a narrative that you want to see have happen, media dies with that right there. It's gone, you know, and. Uh, I know you haven't seen this probably or, or, or really heard about this too much, but, you know, I guess, um, you know, does it, what about this COVID-19 situation? Obviously, people who have illnesses that are already prone to this and that die from this, you are obviously disturbed when things like that happen. Who is right. it, right? But other than that, you know, what concerns you about COVID-19 and what it's done to our society? Oh, definitely the, uh, the precedent it's set. I would say is the most concerning thing to me, you know, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we've had epidemics and pandemics in this country, you know, H1N1, uh, swine flu came through, you know, they, I mean, hell, the swine flu came through in what, 76, something like that. They created a vaccine for it. The vaccine ended up killing more people than the swine flu <laughs> because, you know, because they rushed through this vaccine. Uh, you might be seeing it, a 2.0 of that right now. You very well could be. I mean, this this vaccine is that they're pushing through right now, excuse me, it's ridiculous. Uh, most vaccines, the, the uh, WHO or the CDC or whoever it is that has to have the vaccine. I'm sure the usually, FDA, probably multiple yeah, organizations probably. do, I'm sure. But I'm pretty sure that they usually have to go through like a 10-year licensing period with these vaccines because you have to study not only the short-term but also the long-term effects of these vaccines before they can be released to you know for use on the general pub, uh, public. Now, with this, what have they had? 10 months, not even, to work on this? Uh, and now they're releasing a vaccine after 10 months where usually a vaccine has to wait 10 years. I think that's incredibly dangerous. I think that's an incredibly irresponsible thing to do. There's no way they could have studied the long-term effects of this vaccine by now. There's no way. Yeah. It's impossible, you know. Like, well, it, hold on, it, dude. Kinda, How long is, like, like long-term? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like when the Patriot Act passed, you know. How many pages, you know, this, this document, easily over a 1,000 pages long. And uh, there's no way any of the representatives that passed it actually had time to read it. You know, it's kind of the same thing, but but now in a medical sense, there's no way they had time to test properly this vaccine. And now they're going to be giving it to the general public. Now, I think that it's probably going to be about another year before we really, before everyone has had it. That's what yeah. I've heard anyway. Well, see, but going back to your original point, I think is the precedent. The pr- yes, the precedent. So, like, do you think they're going to mandate that, the vaccine? I don't believe it'll be. Yeah. I don't see, I, I don't have a problem. To I, I, to me, I don't care at all about <clears throat> if they want to rush now, it through and people want to take it. You know, people's right to their life, you know, it's a funny thing, man, the people's right to their life. Like, the idea of freedom, like, if you want to do that, <clears throat> you can do it. If nobody wants to do it, they have to wait. They have to wait. If everybody wants to do it because they know for sure it's trustworthy, then everybody will do it. I guarantee you everybody would do it because that's the way people work, man. You know, and if the the few people that might not do it, it would be so few. It wouldn't. So, you know, 
people just don't understand that concept. You know, I mean, it, you know, they can really do whatever they want to do. It's the mandation of it that is the real scary part. Is right. really to me that's where it's it's super slippery. And you know, I was watching this. I was not prepared enough with this. And you know, I guess I could get on the internet. Uh, on my phone, even if I don't well, even have before, my phone. Well, before but. we go on, I mean, I just want to clarify a little bit on my uh, my uh, point there is that uh, they might not mandate it on a government sense, but that's not to say that uh, private companies might not start to mandate it in such a way that it becomes, you know, a real a real hamper to those who who don't get it. You know, I've heard that Ticketmaster. Is going to start requiring once the vaccine is readily available. They're going to start requiring. Uh, yeah, you can't go to uh, ACDC's reunion tour. Yeah, dang it, man! Damn. Darn it! Yeah. You can't fly. Uh, like you might not yeah, be able to fly. Yeah, you might not be able to fly. You know, uh, what this one thing going back to the precedent we were talking about is that uh, it's also they've they've scared the private you know businesses into enforcing their stuff for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, uh, a lot of the mask things. Are on a private mandates, basis, yeah. you know. People are like, you know, oh, this law can't force me to do it. Well, it's not a law, you know. We have a sign posted on the front of the building. This is private property, you know. Uh, it's a rule. Yeah, it's, it's a rule. It's a rule, rule. that our if establishment you're going to shop has. Here, yeah. Then yeah, you then you're gonna you know follow by the rule. Uh, I personally don't wear masks, <laughs> you yeah. know. But I've also never had a shopkeeper give me a hard time about it and the way I see it is if you're gonna have a rule and you're not gonna enforce it, well then your rule is is, is pretty null and void. You know, yeah. but uh, well, I think when I think a lot of employees at grocery stores, I think it's above their pay grade to enforce yeah, I that. Think, I really exactly. do. It depends on yeah. who you see. Uh, that's a personal, you know, probably thing. And yeah, you know, again, man, you know, the mandates are what does it. And and I even the way I look at it, and and it's and I've really tried to do a lot of thinking about this. I, I you know, I know people are suffering from this, and I know people are. I know it's not crazy. Uh, you know, just some crazy thing that, 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 you know, the government makes up is that people get sick. And I try to have, uh, I want people to feel comfortable around me. If there's some old people around me and we're in a, 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 you know, kind of a tight quarters and they're all wearing their mask and they're like super scared because I'm in here not wearing them, I would put a mask on. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm not going to die on that hill right, because yeah, I do feel for other people's, I do feel for other people. I do have empathy. It, I truly do, man. People think that, you know, just because people believe in individual liberty sometimes and you believe you should take care of yourself and focus on yourself, right. that that's some type of selfish, that you're, you're just selfish. And I think that if you don't focus on yourself and you fall off the rails, you're selfish because now you have to depend on everyone else around you to try to take care of you. Yep. That's selfish, you know, I would argue. So that's what I see in my mind. But, um, you know, I was going to go to this kind of uh, back to what we were talking about with the vaccinations another thing that i saw that was interesting and i saw it on one of these new conservative channels that is coming up but it doesn't matter what channel i saw it on it's great what my point that out is because these new networks that are coming out they're putting out some real information that's actually very valuable to the general public right. and i would really interest anyone that likes to look at all media sources to start to give a look to some of these media outlets but they had brought up a, a doctor who was speaking on behalf of some of his friends, a group of doctors, and together with them, they've had thousands of, he said over 2,000 peer-reviewed papers that they've published, they're doctors, you know, and uh, right. they said that they've had some, they know some types of medication, and I, I need to, I would have to get the information. Next episode, I'll come more prepared on this topic, on this on this guy and this topic. Right. And uh, I, he says, we have 
good information that we have medication that's already been used for other things in the past that could be used for this if we're given permission to use it. And we're not given permission to use it because, you know, the pharmaceutical companies want to sell their more expensive products. Basically, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is what he was saying. And he said it much more articulate with much more articulation than I say it because he's a doctor and he understands what he's talking about, but that's what he's basically saying. Right. And, uh, you know, things like that are going to come out more and more, I think, through this process. And that's why I think that people really need to, just like the election, man, I think you got to, like, let this thing play out. I think you need to try to live your life as much as you can. If you're going to the grocery store and you can go out to there, you can go out to a local restaurant that's social distance, man. The, the story in California of the lady who had her business shut down, she had outside dining, and they were shut down. Did you see this video? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And then they opened up the movie restaurant right next to her. That mm-hmm. is incredibly irresponsible. For anyone who's an American or anybody around the world that, that, that has empathy in their heart, that sees that, right. that, can't, that can't call that and stand behind that lady and say, look, you know, if you're going to close everything down, close, don't even, yeah. don't pick and choose, yeah, don't don't pick pick and choose. Yeah. yeah, there's no way you can do that, that's crazy, nope. how can you possibly allow that to happen, you know, and uh, again, we're talking about the same governor and mayor of those places that have been caught breaking their own rules, Yep. if yep. you break your own rules, why is there a need for your rule, you know, again, it's a, uh, we've got to watch it, and I'm not against making good decisions for people around me. You know, right. and my neighbors, and trying to keep a community healthy. I'm not. I'm not opposed to going and volunteering in my community and doing things I need to do to try to help people. You know, right. I'm not. I've done that a lot in my life. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not above it or beyond it. I like it. And I believe in it. But man, when it comes to this, giving this this power to these people that have done nothing to prove their worth to us over the years. Are you kidding me? These two parties, what they've done <laughs> to this country. And, you, and people still sit there and say, the worst thing that could happen is these parties break up. At this point, we just need someone who wants a good life for Americans and wants sensibility. Like, you know, someone who even comes to the table. Like, nothing can be brought to the table without being biased and attacked. And, yeah. and it's because people have become so partial to their two parties that they don't even care about the country and the foundation we stand on. Yep. And those premises are very simple to understand. It's really not hard. Um, right. And COVID nineteen has has destroyed it. It's absolutely destroyed it. They've they've literally come in. First of all, they used to take your paychecks and they'll take a little bit out and the income tax. If you well, depending on how much you make, right. they take quite a bit out. I'm sure if you make more than I do, but they take some out and they call it the income tax. And then they give you your check back. So they get to touch it first. For a lot of people, they touch it before you ever even get to see it. And now what they can do is they can come into the business that you worked, that you built, that you've put all your hours and your life in, and they can tell you when you can run it and when you can't. When does it ever stop? When right. does it ever stop? And people question. If you say that, they question you like, oh, oh yeah. you're a consp- you, you yeah, think they're going to do that? Nuts. They're doing it. What right. do you mean do I think they're going to do it? You think they're going to stop doing it? <laughs> I mean, it's insane to think, dude. People just, they, it's not going to hit them until it affects them. It's not going to hit it until it affects their general life and their paycheck and their livelihood. They will not realize it. And that's when people will all come together and say, you know what? We have to have some common sense to all work together here. And until that happens, I think that we're we're not going to have any progress. Right. And COVID-19, I think, at the end of the day, is splitting us up massively. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to bring us all together. You know, people are going to, common sense is going to bring us all together in the end. 
Uh, I truly believe that in my heart. But I want to move on real quick because we need to keep the episode a little shorter tonight, and I don't want to rant too much. But wanted to start there with that. Again, uh, Genevieve Brand, look this up, and look up all of John Hopkins' work for that matter. I'm not opposed to looking at all of it, even if stuff I don't necessarily want to agree with or see. I'll look at things that people publish, and I'll look at things that people bring to me. I'm not above that. But you also have to look at other anomalies that have happened, uh, like Genevieve Brand, who came out with this study who contradicted the narrative uh and uh but uh so the other thing that's big on the plate politically before we move into other things that i really wanted to cover is a democratic re- uh representative from texas out of the dallas area <laughs> terry mesa and uh you know all respect to her I, she's i don't feel like people are evil you know and i don't right. i don't want to attack that and say this person is evil and she's trying to take away i just feel like that that where she lives and the way she lives and the way she's probably come up is much different than the way I have. And I think it highlights bigger issues that maybe we can talk about, you know, uh, later on. But uh, she came out uh, basically with a plan, a a bill, an actual bill (laughs) that would alter the castle doctrine, which basically gives people the right to defend themselves, right. you know, pretty much supports the Second Amendment, the right to protect your property, your 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 life, and the and your family's life, and in your home. Um, and so, I wanted to put say this before you go off, Levi. Here, I'll give you the floor. But uh, Governor Abbott did tweet: "The Castle Doctrine will not be reduced." This is quote: "The Castle Doctrine will not be reduced. We will not force Texas homeowners to retreat, especially with the crazy defund police ideas." Homeowners need to protect themselves more than ever. We will protect Second Amendment rights, unquote. And that was Governor Abbott. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> look at that. Actually, uh, one little redeeming factor for Governor Abbott there. You know, you don't see him too often. Uh, I think he's been, a, you know, a, a, quite a disappointment in office. But uh, that's a Governor Abbott quote I can get behind right there. We absolutely do not need to give an inch on Castle Doctrine or the Second Amendment in this state. In fact, if anything, I would say that the Texas needs to up its game on the Second Amendment in this state. I think it's, uh, I think it's, t- I think it's awful that we're not a constitutional carry state. You know, uh, I know, but, I know. Uh, I, that's I, getting a little. That's a whole different I debate. We're talking about Castle Law I, right now. So, uh, you know, Castle Law. That's also a big thing Texas is known for, you know. If you come to Texas and try to kill somebody, we will kill you back. You yeah, know? Ron White you know? said it. Yeah, Ron White said it best, you know. You come to Texas, yeah, Ron kill White, somebody, dude. Cheers to Ron White. Oh, Cheers man. to him, man. Love uh, that guy, dude. Yep. Uh, he, he said it best, really. Yeah, Just yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. And uh, w- whether, you know, that's in, a, in an electric chair or in somebody's living room, you know, one way or the other. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but anyway... Castle law is something that's incredibly important for individual liberty, for private property rights, and you know which is which are, if you ask me, two of the biggest things this country was founded on: individual liberty, private property rights. Those are the two of the most important pillars in the uh, you know on the foundation of this country. Uh, and you know th- this lady, what's her name? The, her name is a, a uh, representative Terry Mason. Ter- yeah, you know she she can file whatever kind of bill she wants. You know, you can file a bill in there to put your face on the moon. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, at that it's point, not it doesn't gonna get matter. Passed. No, it's because a, you know, th- this I mean, to me, this is a when you stare at someone that's breaking into your house in that situation, and you know that there's a very possible way that you could get harmed, and your blood pressure's going. You will find a bat and kill them. Most right. people, yeah. most people will, because 
That's not between you and a lawmaker. It's between you and your God, man. You and your maker. You and your real maker. Right. You know? That's not between some lawmaker that can say what you can do and cannot do. Yeah. Someone comes into my house unannounced. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Right. That's crazy. No, yeah. I don't think that. I don't no. think that's the. See, that's the thing is, I don't even think that needs to be stated. I told. That's what I was telling right. someone. I said, no, you know, people they could literally say on that law, if someone comes in your house, you need to figure eight tie your legs together and do five jumping jacks, <laughs> and until you, I don't care what they say. Yeah. I know what I'm gonna do. Right. You know, and you yeah. know, I mean, I, I know what I'm gonna do, and I know I've been taught to do the right thing, and I would never go out and hurt anybody, and. uh I don't think most people that I know, and I say right. most because I've yeah. known some crazy people <laughs> too. That I, like, no, but uh, you know, most people I know for real, man, they don't want to hurt anybody. They don't want to be hurt, but they also know, man, if someone, you know, and I understand people that have drug problems a lot of times in, in, end up doing a break and entering, and those right. people, you know, it's a touch, touchy subject because they're on drugs, they have mental issues sometimes, and I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. Right. If, if, okay, no one deserves to die. My kids don't deserve to die. Yeah. So if it comes right. down to them or you, it's going to be you, dude. Yeah. 100%. It doesn't matter, you know? Right. And right there, it just drops. And, and I think that every parent in this country, and no matter how old you yeah. are, now I think you'd agree. Oh, and yeah. I think yeah. what you're doing by, see, here's the problem is, I don't think that the Democrats necessarily, like especially old Democrats that I know, right. don't all have bad ideas or not bad people. But when you do this, you are turning people so far away from your message. Oh, yeah, the red pill. Like yeah, exactly. Earlier, I mean, you are literally pill. turning people away from your message. Yep. And as a matter of fact, I, this is something that just made me think of this. Barack Obama came out with a statement recently, and I don't know exactly what he said, but he basically was talking about defunding the police. How using that rhetoric, defunding the police, like basically you're saying that. Well, half of the country does, when you say that, they're off. Yeah. You are... By That's saying it. that, it's a very, you want to get to something like that, saying that is not the way to get there. He basically said that, and he was attacked by people in his own party yep. by saying you're not, and I thought, actually, that's a very articulate, that's a very yeah, smart very point. Very reasonable thing it's, to say. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I always thought that Obama could have changed the world. He could have right. changed the whole world. He could have really, really done big things. I really always felt like that mm -hmm. about him because he is a very smart individual, man. He presents himself very well, and saying things like that, it leads you to know that he really is there right. to think about things like that. You know, and before he was saying, he was he was kind of spreading the fires for a while, but right. he, he's come back in a sensible way, and he's right about that. Because I'm telling you, these numbers are going to keep growing with things like this. This yep. resistance is going to keep growing. And another thing is you're seeing a protest now in Staten Island. I don't know if you've heard about this. The bar owners in Staten Island that have op tried to open up their bar because they were seeing other restaurants close to them that were open and they couldn't be open and open their bar. So they started to come there and then they, they shut them down. Then there was a pretty large protest. At least hundreds of people, if not a thousand people were there yeah. protesting. And then a couple of nights later... A, a police force, which he didn't know were police, just people in black outfits at midnight, tried to run after him into his car. He got in his car and ended up running one of them over. And yeah. so now there's all this. So there, there's already the brush fires of upheaval going on. And I think that someone like Obama understands that, that we're not, you're not, we as a country, if we really want to get things done, like the police, I will say, man, I have been pulled over by cops that have harassed me and ruined parts of my life. Right. For real. Like, really bullied me, I felt like. Yeah. That shouldn't have. And I've known friends that have gotten bullied over stupid, stupid stuff. 
they are not perfect. They are not all bad. Right. There's great police. I have friends that are police officers. I love yeah, them. I man. do too. So, you know, they're no. They're just trying to do their best in a lot of ways, and a lot of, of them also abuse it. And so, you know, there are things that need to be corrected. But defunding it is not the is not going to get it done. And and again, someone like Obama trying to speak to people f- that would follow him about that. Um, you know, I think it's it's a it's a good thing to see. I know that I I, I know that people might hate me for saying that because. You know, they probably like, right. oh, the hell with him. You know, and I do agree yeah. with that too. He did a lot of bad things. He I'm did not. Do a lot of bad things, I'm not an Obama yeah. fan, but right. I will say that credit where credit credit is where credit is due. We need that type of rhetoric right now because he's right about that. You yeah. know, like you're just not going to get anywhere that way, no matter what you're saying. If you're out there saying COVID 19s fake, it's false, it's not hurting anyone. Well, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. You're sh- you're shutting people off right away because yep. it is hurting people. It's hurting a lot of people, and you have to. You do have to see that. But the answer is not to allow these people that the only thing they've gotten right in the past hundred years is the national parks, dude. Let's be real. You know what I mean? I mean, right. you know, you're entrusting these people with your livelihood. I think that's where the I think that's where the line's drawn and, and uh you know, now they're trying to make these these rules about us not being able to protect ourselves. I think it's a slippery slope and and again the defund the police oh, movement, ridiculous. uh Governor Abbott brought that up and that's why I was bringing that up with Obama because they're not far away on that, man. You know, sensible people would tell you like, you know, yo, let's, let's discuss this the right way. Right. You know, I mean, really, you know? Um, so is there anything else you want to touch on on that before we move on? Uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I guess we could, I could expand a little bit more on what I was saying, you know, how Texas is, uh, needs to up its game a little bit on the gun rights, you know, if yeah. you ask yeah. me, because, yeah. uh, you know, I really, uh, when it comes to the whole constitutional carry debate, I really I never even really understood how how exactly it's even a debate. I mean, it's called constitutional carry, yeah. you know. Uh, By your te- right, you're yeah. giving us your permit. I mean, you know, Texas has always kind of disappointed me that, that you have to go get a license and, and you know, uh, from the state just to exercise a Second Amendment right. I've never really understood how, how a state can even can even require a license to do something like that because you know if, if you read the second amendment it actually says you know uh, that the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed now uh you know i'm not an english major but when i hear the phrase keep and bear arms i think of that in that you know okay keep arms you know if you've got if you've got a gun in a gun safe at home you know you're keeping that arm Bearing arms, you know, you have the, you don't just have the right to keep arms. You also have the right, the constitutional right, to bear arms. That is, I don't know what most people would think bear arms means, but I always think that's carry it on carrying you, it on you. You yeah. know, uh, now and it just says arms. It doesn't say long arms. You know, because I mean, you can in Texas, you can carry an AR-15. Do you think there uh, needs to be more clarification in some of these amendments, like these days that we live in? Do you think there should be Clar- clarification to them like to make I, them to iron them out like you know should no, it wait to go to court really until they, yeah i really don't think because it would be it would get filled with so much litigation it would get littered the, the second amendment which is like what i mean uh, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed yeah that's the second amendment that's the whole second amendment that's <laughs> yeah. the that's the sentence that gives you the right to and some people would probably argue with me right now and say, well, you know, our rights are God-given. Well, it, you know, in the in the real playing field, the Second Amendment is what gives you your right to bear arms. Yeah, and it's like a one-sentence thing. I would be worried that if they were to go and try and 
clarify everything. That one sentence could easily turn into 20 pages. You have something of that nobody wants to read. Something that's just ridiculous. We were talking about it early like basically okay. lawyers really run the country. And yeah. You're seeing that even with like yeah. the the elections, how much the lawyers are going to end up deciding this election, dude. Right. That's that's yep. no matter who wins or loses. Again, the people yeah, the typically people lose. lose. <laughs> the people lose. That's right. Yeah. Man. yeah. That yeah. is right. Yeah, man. Well, you know, uh yeah, I I I I mean, I I really I I'd hear everything you're saying there. I, yeah. I don't I don't really have anything to really dispute with it. I mean, I would always try to play devil's advocate in some way, and it, and I do hear that a lot actually because I do really enjoy to. I think I think this as simple as we can make it, especially in times like this, man. You have to strip it down to the core. It's like we have fundamental laws in this country, the Constitution. It's very easy. They made it very easy to follow. You know, is that the rule of law or not? Right. Because if it is, then we have overstepped our bounds by mighty amount, and we need to really retract in a lot of ways. And if it's and if it's irrelevant, then what has it been replaced with? Because I don't think we really have any foundation under that. No. And uh, what are we gonna do? You know, you're gonna not let people defend their house. Yeah. You're crazy if you think you're not gonna allow that to happen. You have a real disconnect from right. what's really gonna happen. Yeah. You know, especially as you create these problems that government tends to incidentally create. By getting involved in everything they shouldn't really be getting involved in. Right. You know, uh, and that's just my opinion, man. That people, I think people really underestimate other people a lot of times. And their ability, if they have free will, to really drive themselves to what they love, what they love to do. I think people can do magnificent things. Right. When they're stopped up by people who tell them what they can and cannot do, that's where you hit real roadblocks. And uh, the the less you can have that happen, the better off we are. Uh, I just, I just really feel that way. Uh, I just really feel that way. It's hard. It's hard for me to change that way of thought. No matter right. how much I look off, and yep. you know, I try to really try to hear other people out. And I, 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 it, it, it's crazy that we're going through what we're going through right now. I mean, you know, I'm playing gigs again. I'm playing music out, and I appreciate the fact that people are having me out. Um, these venues are going. I mean, I can't imagine they're not bleeding some money doing it. Right. And they're they're really supporting the musicians. And uh, I mean. I just, I man, it's it's hard to see it, you know. It's right. hard to see it because, you know, what are you gonna do? They say I'll I'll follow any guidelines, you know. I'll 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 do anything, and uh, you know, man, I, as long as I can keep on playing music and not, you know, when I when I can't work anymore, it, it man, you start to question what you're doing, and and uh, what do you, what, you know, I'm not gonna switch up and give up everything I've been doing, you know. At what point do you say? Enough is enough. You know, do they have to completely make you have no food in your house before right. you say, okay, enough's enough? <laughs> I mean, is that what it's going to take? Right. Do you think? No, man, I, I don't know. You know, in, in the uh, Declaration of Independence, you know, it says that, you know, it basically says that uh, people will have however much tyranny that they allow themselves to have, you know, and that usually men are content to live under pretty harsh conditions before they actually will surrender what is uh or not necessarily surrender but gamble definitely gamble uh what is a a relatively comfortable and convenient lifestyle you know and uh the more comfortable and convenient the lifestyle the harder it is for somebody to gamble something like that you know yeah uh and uh and that's really what people are gambling when they when they rise when they choose to rise up do you, you think know. here's where maybe we'll end up on this and we'll cut it we'll cut it right after this. This will be the last question. We won't do a would you rather tonight, but we'll do this question right here. And this will kind of be our 
highlight of the, uh, this will be our title of the episode right now. January is typically a month that's cold. Most of the country's tired. This COVID, the lockdowns especially, are tiresome. I think there's inf- enough information out to where we people want to make their own decisions. People who want to stay home can stay home. People who are at risk, you know, need to stay away from and People are wearing masks. They, I think people want to get back out in their lives. Do you think that by February we're doing an episode? Do you think we have seen protests, anti-lockdown protests by the end of February throughout the country? Do you think we start to see protests from the other side? Especially if Joe Biden gets inaugurated and, and probably faces the locking down. down. Yeah, I mean, you could. Does it depend? I don't, you know. I, Either way, we see riots. Either probably. way, probably going <laughs> to see. Protests. Yeah, protests. One way you'll see riots, the other way you'll <laughs> see protests. I was hoping you were going to correct okay. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's probably, I mean, if, if they reverse it and say Trump wins, oh my gosh, I can only But imagine. again, I will say, you know, you're allowing lawyers and litigation to decide our election, basically. The same Republicans and Democrats yep. to decide our, our election, which is okay. It is what it is. But at the same time, I mean, uh, the the fact that there was these videos that have come out of boxes coming oh, out dude, on, under the table. Did you see the video? Well, I mean, you, if, 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 you, if, you, if you want to think out, if you want to think for yourself and you want to know what's really going on and you want to have right. an objective thought, you cannot not see the videos. Right. Are you kidding? Right. You know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. I guarantee you people I mean, like dismissing it. Oh, it, it it's obvious people... that, that there were things going on. But I'm also going to say this. I bet you there is every election. I, I bet you this is not the first election in history that oh, there has no. been shenanigans yeah, going on. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit there and say that either. Right. But I do think that either way we'll go back to that. It's like, uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Either way, the people really are losing right now. Uh, maybe in the future, right. you know, all this stuff will come out and we'll be able to take something from all these times. But right now we're all we're all going through rough times. But you think there will be lockdowns? Okay, let's say let let's split it this way. If Joe Biden gets inaugurated on January twentieth, whatever it is, by the end of February, do you think you see protests in the street? Do you think you see people in the streets? Probably, at least you'll at least probably see the beginnings of it. it depending on how hard he locks down, I think because uh, I think I think that at the same time, like you were saying, people are getting tired, you know, and and. I think that people are about to start getting over this whole standing in the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that you probably will start to see just a lot more outright defiance of the law. Like what you, uh, I don't know if you saw the video of the, uh, I believe it was in, was it in Canada where those shopkeepers pretty much kicked the police out of their shop? You know, who the, the police tried to come in and tell them you can't be open, and they just told them, like, you need to get lost. You know, you don't have a, <laughs> you don't have a warrant. You can't be in here, you know. you just And uh, I think that you'll probably just see a lot more of that, Defiance. man. People just going in and just freaking turning their shops on, turning their stores Which is a on. little bit of a protest just in itself. It That's a protest it's not the standard protest, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I think that you might see a lot more of that because the whole standing in the street with signs thing, man, I think that... People are people are getting over that, I think. Well, what what does it really do at the end of the day? It doesn't you know? do anything. Is it counterproductive you sometimes? Probably. I, I believe it can be. Yeah. Because then when when you uh, create those sorts of situations, you create powder kegs. Yeah. That can allow for these little explosions that can be used either for or against you. You know. It's uh, a good point, but uh, yeah. you know, it, it could happen the other way where something happens that you can, that you or I say you or the media or whoever is trying to 
take this and project it onto society can manipulate it in such a way to make people think one way or the other. That's all that, I mean, that's what the media, especially the news, the big seven media corporations, that's what they do. That's what they, you know, that's, they're professionals. They're propagandists. Yeah. It's propaganda. That's how they get their bills it's paid, all, they, yeah. they know what you people know? click to. They know, yep. they know they how know to it. do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, well, so my, I guess, I guess I would actually share your prediction. And the reason I asked, the reason I said, stated the end of February is because they are, there is another round of stimulus that is getting talked about. Right. We've talked about in pri- previous episodes. You know, we didn't know what was going on with that. I don't know enough about it, but there is stimulus going on. So I'm sure they're going to pass some type of other stimulus before the year. But we all know what stimulus does, man. That's stimulus. Most people, I think, want to work and want to earn their money. I don't think they want, right. and it will wear out. And that's why I say by the end of February. I, I think so. If if I think that either way, if Trump gets inaugurated, it, it, we don't even need to talk about it. If somehow yeah. Trump gets in office, I think we don't even need to talk about what's going to happen. I yeah. think, we, I think it's going to be very know. bad. Yeah, it's going to be you bad. know because of the frustration that it would cause right. to people who are extremely emotional about who Donald Trump is. Let's just be honest. Not about what he's done, about who he is. And whatever, take it for what it is. I think that's what's going on with that. But uh, if Joe Biden wins, I think you are going to see, I think he's going to have a really hard four years with people who just don't, will never support him. Uh, and, and, and if he tries to push, they're going to push back. Yeah. And that's what's going to, you're going to see that. And so I think you're exactly right. I think you are going to say, I think you're going to see respectable people push back yep. not just people that you think uh, who yell in the street yeah I think you're going to see respectable people really yep. push back hard because they know what they've put into creating what they've created and it depends if he comes in there's also a little theory that I have in my head and this is not the truth it's a theory that I have in my head it could be it's probably far off but you know people who would benefit politically off of creating craziness off of some something like COVID-19 um, could would would never allow the economy to improve while Trump is still president. They need right. it to wait for Joe Biden. So when Joe Biden is president, they'll gladly open things back up yep. and say the economy is getting better now, well, uh, even can... because you can't stop something like COVID. Right. It's just gonna. It's virus it's, it's, gonna it's spreading, man. It, yeah. it, you know, there's certain things humans just we don't have that that ability to do that, man. Not in the not without just killing ourselves. But right. what's the point? Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense to kill yourself if if you're killing yourself because you're scared of dying. You know, that doesn't make any sense either. So um, I do think you're going to see a lot of, I think you're going to see, a, I think this is going to be a very, I said it last time on the last episode, I think this is going to be a, a one of the, I think this, this next four months is going to be a, a very important four months in American history um, and what it, what it means and what it becomes. And I, I think at the end of the day, I think more people in this country, even people who are out BLM protests and I think people have more in common than they really want to admit in times of crisis. You know, right. man, I, I think people, I mean, you got anarchists out there saying kind of the same thing we're saying. Right. You know, but we just believe that, you know, you should also have some law and order around. Yeah. You know, we don't want people, you know, complete anarchy. You know, you start killing each other, man. I mean, you have to have some founda- some foundation and some rules and some groundwork. And when you can earn what you keep and you can buy a little piece of land, you can go grow your own garden and live and you can invite your friends. Your friends could live on there, right? right? Uh, I mean, you know, you could do that in this country. And I think we all stand on some some pretty close ground with it all. I, I really don't think that the ideas are far apart. But when you have a corrupted media and a corrupted political uh, establishment that does not allow for any new growth to happen because they want their old ways to just pursue, uh, persist right. and 
you know, you get what's going on, and I think it's going to be a, a, a really interesting time. Yeah. I think I the agree. next few months is going to be very interesting. People don't want Joe Biden to be the president. Let's make this clear. Even people that voted for him, at the end of the day, they know. They know deep down inside what this means. And, and it's gonna come, it will come out more and more. Um, and uh, people that, you know, for as far as Donald Trump is concerned, you know, his place in history, I think, is still a wild card. Right. I, I don't know what to make of that guy, really. You know, I think he is a wild card. I think he fights for what he believes in, and I, I, I actually really admire that. Right. I think that if you, I, I think that if he, if he loses, he loses. But fighting for things you believe in, I think, is something that's hard not to admire. I agree. I don't think he had a lot to gain from yeah. being president. Um, and uh, you know, some of his policies, he did a great job. Some of his things, he was kind of status quo. And uh, you know, I think it's pretty much that. I never got emotional. The guy's kind of a narcissist. He's a very bad narcissist. And, right. And uh, you know, a little bit of a a wild card again, but you know. Joe Biden is going to open people's eyes. He's going to bring us all together, trust me. Yeah. I predict that. Joe no, Biden's going to bring I, I us all too. together. Yeah, Not how he thinks. And I think your prediction, too, that, that Joe Biden could get in there and just... I think that he <clears throat> he might do a little bit of both. You know, He might get in there and just do two months of the strictest lockdown we've seen yet. And then when that's all over, just come out and say, There... We did it, you know, we beat COVID, everything can open back up, we can all go back to normal, you know, you just needed us, the establishment, the status quo, you know, you just needed us to come back and save you from this, from the mess that this, you know, the orange, the bad orange man created, you know, orange man bad, Yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm a, if you want to end it on that, we'll end no, it on yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's a great place yeah, to Yeah, and, uh. You know, we're happy to do this again, and uh, I want to give a musician, uh, for, for my musician tip, my musician of the week uh, in Texas. You know, Texas music, man, we all love it. If, you're, if you've been around Texas, even if you're just a traveler through a winter Texan, you know the dynamic that comes with Texas music. There is a feel here. Yep. Everyone likes to play a little bit, pick a little bit, sing. It's, it's, it's fun. I love being a part of this community, and uh, I was thinking about it. Alamo Springs Cafe. Southern Sky Music Cafe, Wreckham Wright Brewing Company, and um, all of the other people that hire me and all of the other musicians, even through all of this. Bandera Ale Project, uh, I, I could name a lot more, uh, but if you're open and you're trying your best to keep people happy in every way, uh, I just give a big shout out to you, man. And another person I want to give a shout out to is a guy named Zane Williams. He wrote a really good song called Overnight Success. I think it's one of his better, ni- his better songs that he wrote. And uh, But Zane Williams, I give him a shout-out because I wait for one of these guys who's kind of a bigger name to start going to some of these small venues and helping them out through these times uh, and go out and keep playing music and make a spark for us, you know? Everybody's nervous. Everybody's scared to go out. Is it right? Is it wrong? You know, get some of these names to come out and say, we could do this safely. People can do this in a smart way. We're, we can send people to Mars and we can't go out and do and, and live our yeah. lives in a safe way right. where we're, we were smart enough to wash our hands and not get too close to each other for a while if that's what it takes. Yeah. You know, so Zane has the balls to get out and do it. And I know he's getting out and doing it in smaller venues, taking pay cuts to do it. I admire that. And oh, I yeah. think he deserves Musician of the Month, really, for that, to be yeah, honest with you. So awesome. shout out to Zane Williams. And I'll All let right. you say goodbye, <clears throat> Levi. Yeah, no, I uh, just want to thank everybody who's came and, and uh, hit subscribe you know so far everybody who's just maybe you've only come and listened to an episode or two just want to say thank you and just you know uh 
Help us spread the word. Check out our Facebook page, The Independent Thinking Texans. Uh, actually, I think that there was a typo on the page. I think it's only Texan. I think our page is just The Independent Thinking Texan. Like, it's not yeah. plural. It's just Texan. Not plural. Yeah. Just Texan. Yeah, you can uh, find us. But anyway, you know, we're easy to find on there. Uh, yeah, and listening to the podcast is important in itself. It, yeah, you know, you know, you know, just we're just a couple of guys sitting out here, just picking our brains. You know, just uh, letting it all come out. You know, <laughs> uh, and we appreciate anyone who has found us interesting enough to to listen to for an hour straight. Yeah, maybe it, maybe <laughs> it sparks a thought in you that, that you know, or or vice versa. You know, you say something that sparks. <clears throat> another spark in somebody else and i think that's important for our culture and our society and uh and also communication between cultures and societies that are a little different right, right. to keep the communication and, and those lines of communication open so uh we love the state of texas we love the country of america it's given us the right to have this be able to do this and yeah. uh you know i mean i, I speak you know i i i i love where i live i love what we do and uh i just hope that we can um teach another generation you know to be kind to one another and what it takes and the acceptance it takes of other cultures to have a country like the one we have you know right. it's, it's a there are some very there are a lot of things we need to work on uh but at the same time there are a lot of beautiful things we can take so uh, happy to do it man yeah see you next time next episode we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast the independent thinking texans a lot of times you know We may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.